The Edinburgh Football Podcast is brought to you in association with Nicholson Joinery Limited. Hello and welcome to the Edinburgh Football Podcast. From the Premiership to the Lone League, we've got it covered. Callum, you're alongside me. Monday night, different. How are you doing? I like a Monday night. I like a Monday night. Um, I don't know. Um, I felt shattered driving home for what the day, but other than that, um, aye, not too bad, not too bad. Got a wee date for the, no, sorry, got a venue sorted for the 30th at last. 30th? That was, that was <laughs> horrible five weeks a day. Five weeks a day. Absolutely horrible. That is, at, like, where's the last, I didn't even want to think of it. Anyway, how are you doing, mate? I'm alright, mate. Now you baby. Because you made me wonder now, because I'm 30 end of this year as well. Sad. Really sad. Get yourself. <laughs> chase yourself, man. <laughs> Jesus. I know, I know. Not it's, even close. I know. Well, you know, it'll come in, it'll fly in. Right, the agenda for tonight's uh, episode, Calm. We'll start with Hearts, move on to Hibs. Go on to Edinburgh City, and then to the Lonely Global Cover Spartans, Ember Uni, Civil. We've got our uh, Player of the Month for January, and then we've got our predictions and our podcast puzzler you're on the way there you all set ready ready we'll <laughs> start with Hearts took up to McDermott Park on Saturday afternoon mm-hmm. um, to score three goals away from home I think you've got to see that as a positive but yeah. to concede three goals against the St Johnson side which I've seen and I wasn't really <sighs> impressed they've lost a flair player in there with Matty Kennedy Um Positive and negatives, I think, to take. Yeah. But I think, actually, Cam, you're bang on. You made a point about two weeks ago, I think it was, Cam. Uh-huh. And you said about um, how you will give up chances playing the Stendhal way because you will have the high press. And that, was, that was a fact. Yeah, that's, that's, that's literally going to be my first point, actually. You know, It's almost a high-risk, high-reward strategy where yeah. you have to sacrifice that space in behind to play the high line and you know St Johnson have a couple of whippets in the t- in the team but I thought you know Hearts do really well to get back into the game after going behind so early on and then show really good character yeah. to pop up and play for the last four minutes of the second half having not played at all yeah. in the second half it was just um, a very Jekyll and Hyde performance First half, very, very good, very strong. Um, take the chances when they come along and they, they look very settled. But then in the second half, they coughed up far too many chances to St Johnston. And uh, against a better team, you're, you're going to struggle there. But I think St Johnston were, you know, not firing on all cylinders. I mean, oh, yeah, they did score three goals, but. They could they could have had a few more in that second half. Hearts just I don't know. Uh, I think Stendhal's post match interview just went. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it's, it's a weird one. But Hearts and McDermott Park do not go well together. No. So True. for them for them to take a point up there off the bottom of the league, I know it's only on goal difference, but it's um, mentally. Such a big thing. Well, four points, you know, four points from Rangers and St Johnston. It's just come the wrong way round. I think really. I think you yeah, probably you expected. Taken... The, yeah. So I think that's actually not a bad, not a bad week for Hearts. And like we said, very quickly we'll see Hearts get off the bottom of the table, mm-hmm. and they've done that. Yeah. I think. Um, I think it is looking more positive. I think probably one of the main 
talking points, I think, from this weekend, Callum, ha- has to be Pereira. Um, Old Poppadom hands. I think even the first goal, Calm. I watched it back at work today ah, a good few down, times. Down in stages. Really slow, doesn't move his feet to get across. And mm-hmm. I, also, I also think he's quite far towards his front post when it's a wide is, cross into the box. I don't think he has to be that far I think, out. I think positioning uh, has... Is, well, you said that in the derby his, as well. One of his main drawbacks. It's, yeah, yeah um, you look at the derby and he's just... It's, it's, it's almost as if he doesn't know where his goals are or he's mm-hmm. not watched the flight of the ball correctly. You know, going back to under 10s, I always remember, you know, get into the goals, go up to the six-yard box, put a marker down. <laughs> not allowed to do that anymore. No, well, no, just to be... Just to be <laughs> a wee slide, uh, a wee stud down, uh, you know, just uh, to uh, say uh, that's the centre of the goals and just keep you right so yeah. that you know where you're going to be. And I feel like... He just doesn't know, mm-hmm. and that's that's the problem for him. Being he's he's far too over, far too close to the post. I don't know if he's worried about getting beaten there, but and then it's it's a team shot. Yeah, that goes past him. Bobbles in slow. The, the second the second he doesn't cover himself in glory again. I think, look, uh, the the rumor is that he's not Stendhal's first choice, uh, but. Well, who is? Uh, I think I think he's I think Stendhal's more keen on uh, Bobby's Lamal, but Hearts have to pay Manchester United every time Pereira doesn't play. Yeah. Unless it's like an injury or suspension, yeah. etc. So yeah. I think um some are tied. T- terms of the loan deal. So I mean for for the type of football that Stendhal wants to play out from the back, I think Pereira does well. But you know, in terms of being a goalkeeper, I think there's better options at the club. There was definitely a better option in January where Craig Gordon was potentially available. I don't know how hard Hearts tried for him, but hmm. Craig Gordon, first and foremost, is a far better goalkeeper. Yeah. And I think that's that's what yeah, you need the, 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 more when you're down at the... Yeah, yeah, agreed. Agreed. I think, uh, I can't remember who was on the, the sports sound at the weekend when I was listening to the game, Calm, and someone said... You know, I'm all for starting out from the back and playing it from the back, but there's nothing better than just seeing a goalkeeper that's just an old-fashioned goalkeeper that makes saves. Is there a problem having that? Yeah. Yeah, you know? It's, it's, like, it's like full-backs these days. They have yeah. to all be like Andy Robertson Winners, or yeah. Alexander-Arnold, you know. Give me a full-back that can defend like mm. a classic Gary Neville. Absolutely tortured going forward, but, you know, <laughs> first and foremost, they did their job well. Yeah. Um, and he actually gets away with another one, doesn't he? When he palms it out, and he gets away when he comes rushing fair. out with Suter, yeah. uh, got away with a couple. But the penalty that St Johnston got, Cal. For, I, look, when I first saw it uh, on Alba, I didn't think there was much in it. They didn't show a great replay. The sports scene highlights didn't show a great replay. No. I don't think there's a lot in it. No, I don't I'm still so, I'm no. still struggling to figure out where it is a penalty. Obviously, the referee's seen something, but. It's one of those that, if that's a penalty, there should be five or six that's again. Exactly the point I was going to say, Cam. It's yeah. one of them. If that's getting handed out, like you say, there'll be five, six, seven. Yeah, and, and, and to be fair, if you want to make football like a non-contact sport in in those sort of areas, you know, you can't hold a shot or anything like that. Then start giving five or six penalties <laughs> a game. You know, just start yeah. doing it. Yeah, that's the only way you're going to make people stop doing it. But yeah. um, I think I mean it's harsh because let's be honest, you would have seen. 
you know the St Johnston defenders doing exactly the same thing yeah. um, hearts attacks and let's be honest, probably Halkett and Shooter getting away with a couple themselves yeah. uh, before that's given so it's, it's yeah. a soft one for me yeah. but you know on the balance of play that second half St Johnston probably Thoroughly, merited yeah. um, a, a third goal a second and third goal but yes yeah. uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough on hearts mm-hmm. um, I thought the, the boys goal was good I thought from mm-hmm. from Hearts, I thought Irvin does really well at the edge of the box. I love the you know he wins at the edge of the box and he's got that that calmness just to mm-hmm. pick a really good pass out for Civic. Good movement from Do- uh, from Boyce, and uh, yes, obviously Do- no. Deutsch, Deutsch, Boyce, uh, from from Boyce, and then um, the third goal. I mean the second goals, you know, a, a, you know, a bit, yeah, a bit, uh, a bit scrumash, but um, um, the third goal, Sean just, Clear. That's my next point, Cam. A right back. Who would have thought? Just doing brilliant. Because Glavine got, remember Glavine got slated for playing well, him right back. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was going to say he was tried out at right back in that dive, and he just, I remember looking, going, they've got Sean Clare at right back. Yeah, they've got Sean Clare at right back. What is going on here? Yeah. But I think that, my God, is he coming to his own? Yeah. What an what a turnaround! Mm-hmm. What an absolute turnaround! Now perhaps a player that's just that's been that's uh, enjoyed playing under that. Uh, Risk, yeah, I, I, that's I, risk. I think, more I think, risk in this play. For me, it's well, take when, chances. When, when Stendhal came in, you know there was a, there's a, there's clearly been as as we've seen with the revolving exit door during January that there's been a few boys who just did not take them. I and Sean Clare has clearly just been like, look, I need to knuckle down and get myself sorted. Mm-hmm. And he's just bought right into the system. He's turned it absolutely right around. And I'll be honest, what a celebration from the boy. I mean, I, we probably should be talking about the absolute rocket of a strike, but I always love a Selly. Oh, and that was, daft, it, it, it genuinely looked like he was, you know, very Ric Flair as he wooed his way up to the, the heart <laughs> support. A magnificent support. I think there was 3,200 there. Mm. Um, absolutely ridiculous. And I tell you right now, that song that Hearts have got, the... Uh, the, the new ones I don't even know the tune but my yeah. god it's been rattling Diamond around my head it's been, it's been rattling around my head for like three days I'm sitting there and I just find myself singing along and going nope stop that sitting um, at the back voice in the uh, yeah so um, <laughs> yeah it's hey a point is a good result they've not lost Hearts haven't lost ground uh, to teams around the bottom of the league yeah. and I think that They've got a few games coming up where they do play Kelly, they do play St Mirren, and these are the games that they need to be taking points in. You know, that's when when those games. I mean, it is very simple. If Hearts win their home games and get uh, pick up points away from home, they will stay up. They won't. Absolutely. They won't be in trouble. So, um, I think that it's a it's a massive boost for them to be off the bottom of the table, and I can only really see Hearts pushing up the league. And I'll be honest. I I'm, I don't think top six is too far off. It's not because you think about it. I think St Johnson only about six points behind Hibs or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's not much in it. So, um, sign is coming in. The window's shut on Friday. Four four players I think over the course of the window, including players that have returned from loans, which will which will be uh. useful. So, Boyce, Sibic, uh, Donis, and Langer. Uh, decent yeah. window for Hatch. Do you think Senna would have liked more? Possibly one or two. Yeah. Possibly one or two, but I think the I think they needed to, to see one or two more leave. Uh, I know that Jamie Walker was close to a move to Dundee United, but 
Robbie Nielsen pulled the plug on that one. Um, surprisingly, seeing as he was one of Hart's best players uh, in the championship and under Nielsen yeah. when he got them back up. So I think you look at that. But uh, Jamie Walker definitely has talent. He should he should be able to yeah. get into this system. But, you know, uh, Avdiyai needs to get the monkey off his back, put a massive target on his back with um, comments about being able to score in any city. Yeah. You, you need to, like... Score first, then say that. Yeah. Don't do it the other way around. Yeah. 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 And you know, but Civic and Boyce have literally strolled into that Hearts team. They running. And wow, they they look like they've been in amongst this group of players for years. Yeah. That they have taken that like like a duck to water. It's unbelievable yeah. how and comfortable I, they are. It just amazes me that Boyce. I, I didn't really realize. This. I thought maybe Boyce would be one of those players that isn't really getting a, a game down. Well, down no, south. he had like twelve or thirteen goals. I know it, before he even came up. Flying. So it wasn't like they were playing a side no, of no, play no, that was they, struggling with confidence. They, uh, Button. Basically, the only reason they sold him is because he intimated that he wasn't going to sign a new deal. Mm. His contract was up in the summer, and they thought, you know what, we we need to get something. Out yeah, of this. yeah. Because uh, I'm I'm sure they spent about four hundred thousand on him. So mm. I mean, yeah, they got a little bit of their money back. So I mean, you can understand why they sold him. But Burton's lost is definitely Hearts game. Okay, hey Kelly, the week for for Hearts calm. Massive. It is massive. Massive isn't again, it? you know, because Kelly. Uh, literally before they came on Saturday I was saying that I think they are very um, very close to going down they're struggling Uh, I think they're going to get dragged into that Maya but then you know the big bad wolf two goals Eamon Brophy fantastic striker and you know Hearts have a shocking record against Kilmarnock and it's it's not going to be easy on Wednesday night I think uh Kilmarnock, despite having been poor for a while, do have players that can hurt you. Mm-hmm. You know, your Chris Burks, your Brophies, they're solid in the middle of the park with uh, Dicker and Power. Yeah. Um, very odd that they've chosen to bring back Kurt Broadfoot because he, he was brutal. Good, he was good there. Uh, good under Steve Clark, but, mm, you know, so I, I think that there's enough there for Kelly to pose Hearts a problem, but Hearts need to win the yeah. home games they need to win the home games yeah agreed and then Falkirk and the Scottish I fancy a comfortable draw uh, sorry draw, <laughs> draw. Um, bye in the, bye. Next, in the next round of bye. the draw bye in the next right. round of the sorry, draw sorry <laughs> bye in the next round absolute um, goalie's gift there uh, Falkirk yeah impressive result against Arbroath but they are brutal so um, can't see anything other than a than a Hearts win a comfortable yeah. one a few goals yeah I agree I agree right Count moving on to Hibernian then and it was a a lot also a draw, but at the weekend. But uh, well, I suppose you could argue they've come from two goals down. But Pish. you can't be going two two Pish. goals down this morning. Pish. Well, you were there, calm. So Pish. you said it about nine times now. Pish, eh? like, <laughs> um, He's yet to fully impress you, isn't he? I said at the time I didn't think Jack Ross was the man for for Hibs, but you know you give everyone a chance, and the jury's still out. Um, yeah. And it's been a couple of months now. It's unacceptable. You know, you look at ah, Livingston have a shocking pitch, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you ask the majority of house fans, they wouldn't go near a manager like Gary Holt. Mm. Wouldn't, wouldn't take Gary Holt at all. But what he does is gets the best out of his players. There's, mm. a, there's a game plan. There's this, there's that, the next thing. Hibs, 
um, other than you know the back five being the keeper and the four defenders, the other six bodies out there are literally just put on the puck. There is no cohesion. There's no game plan. I don't know if I'm going to watch a Hibs team and think, right, they're going to try and keep possession. They're going to try and play counter-attacking football. They're going to try and play a high press. I have no idea what the uh, game plan is, what Hibs are looking to do when they have the ball, what Hibs are looking to do when they don't have the ball. Mm -hmm. And it is such a mishmash. And that is why you're seeing performances like... Two all against Kilmarnock, two all against St Mirren, uh, struggling to come from behind against Hamilton, uh, nil nil with Motherwell. Where Hibs Hibs went there, didn't even lay a glove. I think that you look at so many of these things put together, and Jack Ross, yeah, or Livingston and Ross County, yeah, you know, Livingston and Ross County defeats just brutal. Um, look to me, Calm. I still don't. I- I know Halberg wasn't a sitting midfielder. He was more of that box-to-box. But he was doing a decent job in there for no, me. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I think, you know, one bad 45 minutes against Hamilton and he's not been seen since. And he's come off the bench. But, I mean, it's... I don't know. But excessive know. I mean, for me. For, for me, look, a lot of people talk about Omionga providing the assist for the second goal, but does very little, eh? It did literally nothing. And I think... When Doherty came on in the second half, what a player. What a player. Said said at the start of January that Hibs and Hart should be looking to get him. And after 30-odd 30, 30 minutes of seeing him on Saturday, Hibs should be breaking the bank to bring him in. Is Doherty not, again, more that sort of box-to-box? No, he's very similar to Omionga. So instead mm. of taking Omionga off, he took Newell off. And, you know, Omionga just... Strolls out of the park, eh? Mm. Runs funny as well, <laughs> and I just, I don't know. Like you look, you look at the defence, and they're all the wrong side of thirty. I think. Darren, I wrote this down, Cam. Did Hibs go two 0 down solely because of this back four? A back four that yes, three maybe th- two or three years ago. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Three, no, sorry. Every single one of that back four was present when Hibs won the Scottish Cup. Mm. Every single one of them played um, in that uh, cup final. So, mm. for me, is it, to see them go downhill so quickly, I think that Darren McGregor, I'm a huge fan of his, worst game for Hibs. Wow. Like, and I know that's a bold statement, but it, he was he but was he awful. standards high. He was awful. He David high. Gray, I don't know if he's being rushed back from injury, but put him on the bench. Mm. Absolutely brutal. That second goal, he's... Chasing shadows. There's a still that's on uh, Twitter today of Hibs defence a submitting attack, and literally all four of them are within about 15 20 yards of each other. And there's so much space, um, the left wing that submitting can attack through. You know, they were, they were thoroughly deserving of the lead. The, f- the first goal is just a simple corner into that front post area. No Hibs player is near the boy. And he, and he puts it in and I mean Marciano look it was blowing a gale it was absolutely chucking it down so I can understand why he was a wee bit hesitant to catch that one on the ground and he gets a wee bit lucky but you know in that second half Hibs didn't do enough to merit getting the victory I mean you look at Greg Dockery who's um, basically been languishing in Rangers reserves uh, for the majority of, well for, the, for this season and he looks fit he looks sharp came on helped make positive changes 
for his. Mark McNulty came on, looking a little bit overweight, and contributed the square root of sweet effie. Mm. Which, you know, and Hibs, Hibs fans love to live in the past. They love to look at, you know, oh, get Omiongo back, get Mark McNulty back. Oh, and you're like, right, I can understand that, but Mark McNulty had a fantastic, like, 10 games for Hibs and then dropped off. Mm. Omiongo, you know, so for me, they weren't, they weren't the players that Hibs should have been looking for, but just. There's something that's it's, not it's, quite... It's, it's, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. There's still an, an imbalance for me, Calm. There's no in, balance in the middle of the park. That's what I'm saying. Abs- yeah. No, 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 I'm agreeing yeah. with you. There's yeah. absolutely no balance in the middle of the park, right? Yeah. You've got Stephen Wicker on Tuesday night. Now, maybe he can't play two games in a week, but at least he knows what he's doing, yeah. you know? But unfortunately, because Hibs fans are absolutely idiotic, they hate Stephen Whitaker. <laughs> Abs- and. It's like if you, if you're not a fan favorite, then yeah. it's almost as if you can't play. But I think you know, Whitaker, of course, Whitaker's got his his faults, perhaps, in in that centre midfield. But he understands position positionally, and I think it adds a bit of balance. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think Hibs have got Docky. Looks like he's Docky to me. Looks box to box. He wants to add more goals mm-hmm. to his game. Omayonga's similar. Allen's a more forward, uh, I mean, forward thinking player. Scott Allen there, yeah. um, before before uh, he scored on Saturday, there's there's head fans around me going, "What's he doing on the park? He's he's done absolutely nothing. He's absolutely um, Tam Kite, you know." And you're like, "Right, okay, okay." Um, nine goals and nine assists. He's contributed to eighteen goals to Hibs this year, but only in February. Yes, he's slightly frustrating at times. Yes, he's a bit of a luxury player, but there's no way that Hibs cannot have him in the team. You've got to find a way right? from him. Can and the, the, prob- the problem is that Hibs don't have a lone striker at the moment, yeah. but Scott Allen needs to play in the number 10 role. Yeah. And, you know, Daryl Horgan, Martin Boyle, look, you can tell the transfer window shut because Martin Boyle's not trying his backside again. <laughs> you know, brutal. It's one game, one game. Aye, but the, th- the problem is, is it just one game? Well, we'll, you know, we'll find out. No, I you're suppose. looking. You're looking at um, Livingston, brutal. Ross County, brutal. I fair enough. Picked up a massive win against Aberdeen. Thumped Motherwell. You're like, all right, okay. Be so th- there's there's positives, but I think in the games where Hibs aren't winning, they're not even close. Mm. Um, Deutsch. Ballon Deutsch. Although he's on- even still, I mean. What a shocking miss. He's offside, I think. He was. And, and I mean, <laughs> genuinely, I saw the linesman's flag go up and I was like, no, he's on. Because I genuinely thought he'd scored. <laughs> I was like, there's no way he's missing that. And it was like an Ulumo moment. I just went, <laughs> ah, there we go, one nut. I was like, no, he's never off. And then I went, he's missed it. <laughs> he's missed it. So, yeah. look. It's, it's, it's a problem right now. There's... There's no balance to the midfield at all. Mm. The defence is poor. I'm sorry, but you've got to be looking at Paul McGinn starting. You've got to be looking at Tom James coming in and maybe playing holding midfield. Halberg needs to come back in. Yeah. I think that there's there's bodies there. Jackson needs to start because, I mean, to be fair, I thought Paul Hanley came on a game after losing his runner for the first goal, but that's, that's his best game this season. you know, And it's the only game that he's got 
mean, that's his best game this season. Hibs have looked atrocious defensively and conceded two goals. So, I mean, you're putting that into context. <laughs> um, yeah, the poor afternoon. Poor afternoon. Considering, you know, Livingston picked up three points, I think, Callum. Oh, Livingston um, looked far better. I mean, nah, it's just brutal. Poor. Yeah, really poor. Um, so, Hibs transfer window then. A lot of coming and goings, actually. Um, McNulty comes in then, Callum on loan. You just say maybe just lacking that match. It doesn't look fit. Yeah. Doesn't look fit. Which... So I think that may take a while. That may take a, a good <laughs> that, few games. That, that, that could take start of March, middle of March. Yeah, start of March, you're talking so, I mean, two or three what, weeks. What yeah. signing that is then? You um, know, brilliant. Omionga, we know what Omionga's all about. He, he can. Yep. He runs about the park. Comes in and out of games, doesn't he? There's energy, but I mean, when he is not affecting the game, Mm. Like not even a waste of jersey, eh? like it's just <laughs> unbelievably bad. He can do he, yeah, he, he can he can do the unbelievable, and then yeah. the atrocious all in, mm. within thirty seconds. But yeah, we'll see. Um, Bogdan, Bogdan, has get him depth. In. Get him in. Has depth. Get him yeah. in. I like I like Bogdan when he played. Uh, I think probably the two best for last. I think McGinn's going to be a huge <coughs> player, isn't he, in this run up? I think season. he's. I think he's going to play a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he'll be a huge player, but he'll certainly play a lot. Well, I just think given. Yeah, I mean he'll play, but you know he looked he looked composed enough on on Saturday, but again at the same time, he's just left it minute. For for me though, if you're looking at right backs that are out of contracts in the summer, and you can pick them up slightly cheap, Stephen O'Donnell at Kilmarnock, mm. why not going for him? Already captain internationally, uh a far far better player you know that and he he's slow and he's younger a lot younger mm, interesting you know point. Paul McGinn's 29 yeah interesting not that that's old no 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 no. because I'm 29 <laughs> Um, and what the best for last Dockery brilliant starts every game mm. literally I mean obviously can't start on Wednesday night but starts every game real shame that he can't play well. I know of course he can't but it's a real shame because he's he's looking at a player all his comments are, are right isn't it he's eager just to play football um, he's he's been very respectful yep. to his parent club in Rangers with his comments he's been very respectful to his new club at Hibs and you know I think that he's he's shown a certain rat how to do it <laughs> um, but you're a you like him massive fan of Greg Dockery I think that yeah he's He's a fantastic player. He's, you know, he's like Omi Onga, the sort of stature size, but he's a right wee hard, you know, you know that west west coast sort of Clyde Clyde built short and stocky. Yeah, he spoke well as interviews well actually. So look, I mean, I think if if you're if you're looking to compare the loan deals, the swap Canberry and Doherty, then. Hibs have won a watch and Rangers have an absolute child mm. uh, speaking of Rangers Wednesday night Calm. Mm. Uh, you know Hibs uh, will get pumped yeah all I'm looking for Calm. It's just, it's just actually competing a little bit more if we lose maybe by a goal just, I, I, we, mm. we can't we can't Hibs, Hibs have been absolutely shocking against Rangers so far this year I mean aggregate mm. um, score so far 9-1 and I think that you know, two years ago, Hibs went through Ibrox and won twice. Mm. I, ironically enough, it was actually today yeah, uh, that Hibs went through and won uh, 2-1 there. But, 
you know, went through Ibrox and beat them, beat Rangers twice in a season, and even last year, were were able to go, th- uh, go through, pick up a, a draw, you know, pick up a few draws at home. So, this year Rangers have just absolutely battered Hibs, and I, I genuinely can't see it changing tomorrow. If there's any positive though, oh, sorry, Wednesday. Rangers aren't in the best of runs at the moment. Are they? They've dropped five points already uh, in twenty twenty. I mean, if if teams aren't in the best of runs. What You're better, right. what better, <laughs> what better club to come along and give them a gift to to get back to winning ways than your your good friends Hibs? There you go. And then Scottish Cup Sunday BSC. It's got to be a comfortable one. It's got to be like eight or nine mil. Yeah, it's got to be comfortable. Like, and yeah. Yeah, agreed. Okay, big week for the club. Big week. Right, Cal, Edinburgh City, and well, it's disappointing. And that's only. I think it's only way. And I think that was used. I listened to James McDonough's comments after the game, and he's not disappointed in the. I can't quite how he worded it, but he's initially. But he came and basically disappointed at his players. And he was he was frustrated with them. And it's a it's a poor result, Cal. Yes, the Stirling goalkeeper was was up there for man the match, but like you're chasing league titles, and if it hadn't been for uh, a stunning comeback from Albion Rovers, the league was gone. Mm. And I mean, even now it's six points, and I'm thinking that, you know, I think City are just just about in there. But if it had gone to eight, City aren't City aren't making that up. Mm. And yeah, this might be harsh, but City set their own standards. All right, I mean, go back a couple of years when they're narrowly avoiding the relegation drop. You know, finishing ninth, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh well, when the home defeat to Stirling's no too bad. But I mean now, that yeah. is a completely different story, and yeah. it's not good enough. Stanley have won twice. Ainsley part this year, haven't they? I'm sure they. I'm sure they beat them earlier in the season. It's just. I mean, I might just be pulling that, but I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure Stanley have beat them twice this year. I'm not sure. I'll check that. Um, but I think. I think that. Look, it's a really poor performance. Uh, you've got, boys back, and it's just. I don't know. It's it's a tough one. It's a it's a it's a like kicking the stains, if if I'm honest, because you know, we we look at Edinburgh City as I don't know, one of one of one of our best teams, really it's very consistent, but uh I know that injuries have affected, they've not been able to play too much of a settled team, but they had such such a good December hmm. and you know January again yes January last year you know it's like watching Rangers you know brilliant December brutal in January hmm. so I think Is that two home league defeats in a row well Queen's Park and, and now still in yeah, Albion so, so I mean and I mean it doesn't get any easier this weekend well no so I mean I don't know I don't know like, look there's, there was there was talks of a certain striker who's been freed, who had played in Edinburgh before, perhaps coming back. I don't know if that was just Twitter being Twitter, but um, I think I think they need I think they need someone. Well, Blair Henderson's barely kicked a ball this season, yeah. you know, and I, I look at right now what are the Sheps had a great Sheps doing doing really well, but you need more than 
than him as a striker because I look at the other players Harris has gone a wee bit off the boil but Harris isn't, a, isn't a, a, that's what I'm trying to say Harris but, isn't a striker for me but he was scoring yeah. a lot of goals at the start of handling the is he a striker I don't think so <sighs> Alan Smith I think attacking mid Presumably he's been injured Alan again. Smith's injured you know, um, um, so for me they're, they're, they've kind of got Shepherd, and that's all they've got sometimes you need something a little bit different and um, I, I even just think somebody that just just big something different a different dimension add up there um, yeah I think they've they've added a couple of players in the in the run there uh, at the end of the transfer window, Callum. But was that the the right? I, I think Savory, at all accounts, had a decent debut when he came on. Oh, it's a sweet deal. Oh, like that. Um, but it's it's a winger. It's a white man. I, I don't know. Holmes, is that is it because Laird's got an injury at the moment? Is that a, because maybe trying to? No, I mean, is Holmes Holmes not like a Games one, right, Laird Day, off you come, home's on. Is it is, is it that sort of I don't know. Like and then they signed a they signed a game manage uh, sorry, manage And then they signed a they signed a goalie. Kind of How many goalies have they brought in this year? Uh, incredible because Alan Martin wasn't even was Alan Martin I don't understand he signed a, an eighteen month, was it I think? Yeah. Um I don't know he's injured. Antio comes back in from, from nowhere and plays on Saturday so um, yeah interesting ah, the boy the boy Mason from Hearts I think yeah. that, um, but yeah it's look McDonald must not be happy he must know what he wants mm-hmm. so but no Laird Saturday no win is it the Laird I didn't, I didn't start. did it I didn't no, thought I'd seen his name started. No, I don't think Lady started in the midweek, Callum Crane. Right, I just didn't see him. I must have... Caught the live scores, anyway. <laughs> I, I just thought I didn't see his name on the, on the starting, starting list there, so apologies there. Um, it's just a bad result, isn't it? It, it is, is. It is. I know we keep going um, over it, Callum, but... Well, lose, thankfully, they didn't lose too much ground at the top of the table, but, you know, they've not been able to take advantage of Cove slipping up at all. Yeah. And to get themselves back into such a good position... To then, almost I don't want to say throw it away, but you know, they can ill afford any slip ups now. I think they have to go up to Cove and win, if they want to win the league. Mm. Looking back at the team sheet here, it doesn't say that that Lear did start. It said that it's, so. Who knows? Someone's uh, wrong. I, well, to be fair, live scores said that Rangers had made four subs. Right. So. <laughs> If if anyone was wrong, I'm gonna go with them and not the official club Twitter. Yeah. yeah um, so, I'd be worried, well. To be fair, the official club Twitter struggles to spell Craig Thompson's surname. So. Um, <laughs> um, who knows? Right this weekend, then Calm Annan Annan away. Who normally I would say it's a really really tough game. Um, I, I think it was Annan at home. Mm. Is Annan at home? Is it? I don't know. You text me and like Annan at home. Oh yeah, I think you're right. Sorry, yes, yes, it is. It is. I know. I don't. I've rolled it the wrong way round. Uh, Annan, ordinarily I would say tough game because they were right up there. I think at the start of the season, but they've been on a terrible run, Callum, because in 2020, five defeats in a row, scored only three goals, conceded 15, Callum, in those five games. So, I mean, they're not a team in form right now. Early in the season, I watched them get absolutely trounced four 0 at Ainsley Park off City. So. You've got to expect a, a similar result, but well, sorry, you've got to hope for a similar result. Um, expects a bit strong. I think that 
City needs. Well, Cove away isn't in the too far in the in the too yeah, that's, distant that's, future. That's, so that's that's not too far away, and that's that's a must win. They've got to stay within, I think. <sighs> Six. It has to be no more than what it is now. Cam, going into that game. The thing is, how many how many games are Cove going to drop points in? Not not many. You know, realistically, how many are they actually going to drop points in? And I think that for me will sum it up. Yeah. Uh, so, say so you have to get themselves, and I don't think that I think if I'm honest, I think they can ill afford to drop any more points this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It it, it really is. <coughs> if they're serious about the title, of course. Yeah. Um, I think if, if well, they're. I mean, what's the point if they're no? You know, true. What, what's the point your, in them playing right? there? But this is a team they're facing, and in Callum, you know, 15 goals in the last five games in 2020. That's, you know, three goals a game, Callum. They've got to be fancying themselves to pick up and bounce back. Wait, are you saying that's. They've conceded. Conceded 15 goals no. in the last five games. Um, averaging three again, you've got to expect, say, to take advantage of that. They've. They do have players in forward areas that know how to score goals. So yeah, yeah, indeed. Okay, Cal, they've run to the the lone league then, and Spartans were playing Ember Uni away, and we we spoke up the the Peppermill pitch, saying how how good it normally is. But listening to reports there, Cal, wasn't the wasn't the highest of standards well, I mean, of pitch, but as expected this time of year, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, come on, a lot of sand it was... on it. Say. Comfortable win, 5-2 in the end for Spartans, although I thought it was four, but the Twitter, I think it must be a different yeah, Twitter oh, guy. De- definitely was the normal guy, because it was like, put the score at the end of the tweet. <laughs> Let people know. Good work it was like, I thought it was like nil-nil, and I saw like goals. I was like, I know, me what too. are you doing? Me too. I mean, I'm not saying that we're very professional, but at least we'll put the score at the end. <laughs> like, um, um, comfortable, five goals, that's, that's good. Ex- expected um, Spartans to come through and win. Uh, it's a good result for them. I think that getting five goals, more importantly, getting goals for Jack Smith, uh, who's got the second last week against Stirling Uni, and you know popping him on a couple of goals. He's yeah, like look, he's proving uh, how good a player he is. But obviously, the last eighteen months at Spartans haven't exactly been kind to him uh, no. in terms of injuries. So, um, if Spartans keep him fit, then you know I think they could be on for a good end of the season. Yeah. In but uni, look, it's a tough ask. I think I said it last week. The the couple of times that I saw Spartans in but uni last year, in but uni waited until they'd gone like two three 0 down before they started playing, and it almost looks like a carbon copy. You know that they take chances this time, but still. You know, but I mean, it's it's a massive ask to to beat Spartans, but I think that the uni didn't lose out any ground around them, so it's not an awful result. No, yeah. Well, yeah. In terms of yeah, every other team, everyone around them, I lost, think. Or lost, I yeah. think yeah, I think that yeah. obviously they're not going to be coming off the park and going, oh well, it wasn't that bad, was it, guys? But <laughs> um, it, it's one of those where. They possibly could have done better, but it's not to be too disheartened by by the result. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. I'd agree with that. Um, at the end of the day, you know, the, the team that, that don't score a lot of goals, they managed to score two goals in the game. Yeah, I know they've conceded five, but they've at least caused a, caused a threat for Spartans at, at, at times, you know, 
you know, with, with two goals there. So there, there's positives to take there. Um, Everything won't be judged on, on on playing Spartans this season. They're the games that, that don't really matter for me. It's games like this weekend, which I'm going to speak about shortly. But I think the big concern, Callum, could potentially be this concussion to to Mark Waters. And by all accounts, speaking to Subo, it was a really, really bad one. I think that, he, that he's taken, and um, you know, to it's call an ambulance and, and, and things like that. It obviously, shows the severity and head injuries. You know, so much in the in, in, in the news of, of late, Callum. You know, the protocol that we give the you know some of the Kids the, at work. the kids at, for rugby certainly Callum is, is when you're concussed it's two weeks of nothing and when you return um, you have a you do a jog Callum if, on, on the first training session back if you feel any headaches it's another two weeks again you know and if there's oh, any you've got, to, you've, got to, you've got to take these precautions I'm yeah. sorry I mean you know you had people losing their marbles because heading was banned up to under 12 level at training I know it's like <laughs> Grow up, eh? Yeah. Oh, it's not football, it's me, do it, eh? Shut up, you absolute <laughs> idiots. Yeah. So, um, look, Speedy Recovery is a fantastic player uh, in the middle of the park for Emory Uni. You know, I, I don't know how many times I've come away from Peffer Mill going, what a player he is. Yeah. But, yeah, like I say, Speedy Recovery and hopefully he gets back to his best. I mean, Uni will probably... You know, they've got <clears throat> Robbie Sinclair can fill in there alongside uh, Finn Daniels Yeoman, who... Or Yeoman's Daniel. Finn. 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 Um, and hopefully hopefully they can uh, steal the ship. But Patrick Beard. Patrick Beard with a brace. That's positive for them. Yeah, he's... Look, he's a good player. Should be scoring more goals, if I'm honest. You know, I think... Um, I've seen him a few times and he's missed some absolute sitters so you know should be scoring more goals but I think that I can literally pick out almost any Edinburgh Uni player and say like it plays in an attacking sense yeah. and, and say that but I think that you know they've like you say it's not the games against Spartans that they're going to be judged it's the games against you know Gretna Vale it's, yeah, and exactly. so far they're doing enough Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, so for Spartans then Friday night Calma trip through to Cumbernauld. Um, Cumbernauld looked at their their goal. I thought oh, they're playing a score couple of goals. Cumbernauld actually, and I looked at it, Cam. Two goals a game the average, but two goals against the average. They've got a yeah, zero goal they difference. Are. They so. are. I don't know. They're a very weird team. You know, let's let's just look at their three trips to Edinburgh this year. They have won three two. They have lost three two, and they have lost one nil. You know, so I mean, you're pretty much yeah. bang on the money with it being level. Um, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. I, I, um, it's it's going to be a tough game for Spartan. They make it tricky, I think, through it at Broadwood. Yeah, you know, well, Kelty went through there and let's, lost. Let's be honest. Yeah, if you if you're looking for anyone, then you know, Kelty will be more than happy to tell you. Um, well, actually, they probably wouldn't be happy, but um, <laughs> they they got beat there, Stephen O'Neill. Um, so. Commonwealth certainly do have players that can hurt you. I think very Jekyll and Hyde team. I mm-hmm. think, I mean that first half against Spartans, Spartans three 0 up, absolutely cruising, and I thought this could be anything. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I don't know if if Spartans just gave up the ghost or Commonwealth were like, hold on, we can actually play a wee bit. Um, or maybe it's because the boy Bembo went off. It was absolutely <laughs> brutal. But um, I think 
yeah, the, the one at the Christie Gillis. Not a lot of teams do that this year, mm. and it's a tough one. Friday night football, though. Spartans love a wee Friday night. You do. You're right. You're right. Um, Ember Uni then they're away at Gretna. Calmus is massive for me. Absolutely massive. Vale Leithen not in action. So this is essentially Ember Uni's game in hand mm-hmm. over them. Um, one point between Gretna and Ember Uni. One wall. One one last time out between the two sides. I think Ember Uni that'd be a good result for Ember Uni on the road. One one. I think if they can go down there and get a point, yeah, hundred percent. I was at that game. Shocking conditions. Absolutely chucking it down and. Edinburgh Uni couldn't really get into much of a rhythm but they were the better team mm-hmm. by far the better team I thought Gretna were poor and then all of a sudden Gretna came alive once the Uni had taken the lead mm. speaking about Mark Waters it was his deflected free kick that gave uh, the Uni the lead that day and I think if you're looking at it it's a tough it's a tough one Gretna you know um, Mr Bean's gone in there and it's brought in a lot of bodies. A mm-hmm. uh, few boys from Carlisle, uh, surrounding area. They've not see. It's one of those things. You look at the like past two results for Gretna. They've been absolutely thumped four one at Gala, but then as we'll go on to speak about, narrowly lose to civil service. Yes, but it performance. Uh, so, well, yeah. um, you know which Gretna are going to show up. But yep. um, I found out that the guy. Uh, if you listen to the the earlier podcast where. Uh, they've got a big guy at the back, American, who's a Jamaican international. Wow. <laughs> I found that out and I was just like, surely not, because he was absolutely brutal. But he's massive, eh? Like, <laughs> some size of a laddie. But, look, it's, it's, it's going to be tough. Uh, like I say, Ron Alexander's come in, he's got them playing better. And if the uni can go down there and bring any sort of points back up the road, that is outstanding. Well, I'd go as far as saying if they pick up all three, I think they're safe. Yeah, well, to be fair, I think they're safe now. I think Vale are, I think Vale are down. Yeah, I, mean, I just five I five nil down after twenty four minutes yeah. the weekend, Cal. I, I just better. I just think that they they don't have enough uh, to stay up. I don't think that there's there's anything there for them to to turn the tide. So I think that you know, I mean, that's me saying that. I hope the uni boys don't listen to that and go oh it's alright we'll see nah. life of the podcast is it's fine no, I still but, think they need I um, still think they need a, a one or two me, me, one 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 yeah. one minimum yeah. because that'll go know. to five points mate Cam with the goal differences no it would go to four but four. I mean the goal difference I mean I think it's like minus 70 yeah that, uh, well, so essentially 70 odds it changes to five points yeah pretty much so yeah. um, right we'll see right Sybil then Cam they were Winners over Gretna last weekend, then one 0 I think a lot of people predicted probably a lot more comfortable, but no, I certainly did. having seen but then highlights back, calm and and, and spoke to 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 Dunny that the pitch was heavy to say the least, uh, but um, expected again with it, with the conditions that we had over the over the course of, of late last week, calm. Um, but it, it's teams, a leveler. It can te- be a leveler. Te- teams are told not to warm up or warm down on the pitch, but just blatantly ignore those rules. So you know it's. It's not going to help the playing surface if you've got teams like that. But I think, look, several few boys back, few boys still missing. Yep. Uh, but most important thing is three points. Mm. And it's an unlikely source. Mm-hmm. But it's best to miss it. I was just, that was, that was <laughs> literally, my, that was exactly what I was about to say. Um, but, you know, Nosey pops up and 
well, he certainly certainly made sure that um, hit some part of the net, but look, he's in the right place tonight. I think it was a lovely move again from Civil. They, uh, they do play some nice stuff, even though the pitch was uh, horrendous. But you're right because I think Andy Muir does really well, doesn't he, to to work that ball out his feet, and then it's actually a really good pass into. Uh, sort of through ball side pass there in, into Cannon Muirhead who does the right thing put it alone across the goalkeeper goalkeeper's position I'd question because I think he comes quite far out in the angle but you know he does the right thing put it across the face of goal and then Neil um, comes just, round on the just, outside just hope that someone's there so um, yeah don't know the, the, the story of the game but probably deserved uh, uh, by all accounts I think certainly first half I don't know second half um, Civil was playing down the hill and didn't have a shot in the second half Calm. Mm-hmm. Civil had a couple uh, the goal of course one of them I think the goal was a worldly save in the last in, in stoppage time to deny 2-0 but a game of limited chances I think I've, I've got here by all accounts but yeah. they pick up the three points Calm. pick up the three points and just keep going you know they've, they've got the games in hand uh, over teams above them so I think that you know Quite quietly confident, but I mean it's a tough it's a tough game this. It is this a tough weekend. game. It is a tough game this weekend because Cali Braves, you know, they added some good players over the course of, you know, in in in, in the off season there. Cal, you just don't know what you're gonna get with them. Yeah, I know. You know, this is a team that went to Spartans and, you know, blew them away. What was it three one? Something almost um, yeah. Smashed them, you know, sort of, which we were at the game. We didn't yeah. see that coming. Yeah. Uh, but you know, civil two 0 winners last time out. Um, obviously, missing uh, Brian Shanley now, who was a huge part in that. But I think, yeah, I think someone can go there and get points. Well, Cali Braves count have conceded the most goals out with the bottom four uh, this season. Yeah. Forty nine goals have conceded, Calm. Um, like, I, I mean, like I say, they're very. You, you just don't know what you're going to get. Yeah, they've lost three in a row. Five at the last six. In their last three games, Calum, they conceded four against Kelty, four against BSC, and three against Gallo. So they're a team that are conceding goals. To be fair, it only takes one. But um, I think if Seville can go through and replicate their performance at K Park, at Broadwood, then you know I think they're going to get a very, very comfortable result. Spartans? Spartans, yeah. You know, yeah. so we... We know that Civil have that performance in them. What you don't want is like a replica of the performance at Kelly mm. or you know. Yeah, yeah. So I think you're bang on. Actually, I think it needs to be a similar performance that they put in against Spartans, mm. uh, resolute, and and take that chance when it comes. Correct. Yeah, agreed. Right, Cal, play the month for mm-hmm. uh, January, and four names from four different sides, um, all with their all rightly there for me, of course. Um, you can vote your your way. I think we'll start with the one that comes from Hibs Callum. Yep, popularity um, contest, but yeah, know. the pop Edinburgh football podcast popularity play of the month. Um, it comes from Hibs Callum. He's he, every week. He seems to be scoring it. It's Christian Doidge. He's he's been on fire. I think thirteen goals in his last fifteen games uh, since the return from the winter break. Hibs have failed to score in one game, and every other game that Hibs have scored, Christian Doidge has scored. Hmm. I think. Um, Look, yes, he still does miss chances he should be scoring, but then he scores ones that he probably shouldn't be. I think that that header against St Mirren was fantastic. Done the added header as well. You know, class. Yeah, he gets he's getting enough um, in his neck muscles to be, like get that back towards goal with enough power on it to beat a very good keeper in uh, Hladke. So I think that 
absolutely cannot look past Ballon Deutsch. Yeah, agreed. Next one, Callum, as a, as a player, we had a few harsh players we thought we'd you know, done well under Stendhal to come in, but we've seen on on, on uh, young Irving because. Yeah. Irving Esther. Yeah, I, I think he's been great, Callum. I think he adds really good energy. He's scored, um, he's set up, I think. I know it was. I know it was at the weekend there, Cal. I know it's not January, but the little ball he puts through for Civic and stuff. It's, he's been doing that, isn't he, in the, in the month of January? It's a game. It's a game against Rangers, I think. Yeah. You see him in um, for a young guy um, who's a bit gangly, um, <laughs> who can somehow find space on the the park at Tynecastle, where there literally is none. Uh, very very good player and. Yeah, I think he's got a fine future in the game uh, as long as he stays fit and progresses like he has. I think that there's there's definitely a player in there. And, um, Hearts will, you know, I'm not selling the boy already, but Hearts will do well to keep hold of him mm. um, after you know probably the end of next season if yeah. he keeps going. A player that was on loan, I think, at Berwick, Calman, uh, at a time... And I, you know, I think he was doing well at Berwick, but he wasn't exactly... Sitting the heather, like. Yeah, I mean, he was doing well, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't like we're hearing that this young lad at Berwick is yeah. doing great, doing this, doing that. He's so... not getting recalled because he's, like, yeah. putting on... Uh, yeah. But, I mean, look, a lot of the boys in the group chat have, um, you know, AI40, um, Irving Esther, and, yeah. And the rest. Uh, next one, Callum comes to Ember City, and I think he chipped him a couple of goals in January. We've been impressed when we've seen him. In, in person I think the goals that he had scored in January Calm ended up being well the 1-0 winner well 1-0 up at Elgin so important mm-hmm. at that time and Elgin with a good run and then the, he scores a goal that um, that wins the game against against Steny in uh, late January there Calm so it's, uh, it's Shepard yeah um, look fantastic player um, he's really come on leaps and bounds I think this season he's really stepped into Blair Henderson's shoes um, to, to try and fill that void I think he's he's done very well could do a little bit of help. Um, the only thing that I think lets him down is the song that the that's not his fault, Carl. I know the Edinburgh City fans have for him. Um, you know, unless there's a new one, but um, <laughs> yeah. the one shape sheer, one shape sheer, awful, uh, awful. Literally uh, one of the worst football songs <laughs> I think I've ever heard in my existence. <laughs> not his fault. It's not uh, his fault. Make change his name. That's what change I'm saying. His name. That's his name. Uh, all I'm saying is that's the one thing that lets him down. <laughs> um, and the last one, Calm comes at the end of the uni uh, for this month. Calm, a player that will potentially, I think, is not only in there because of this goal, but he scored the winning well, I'm, goal. I'm not, I'm not going to lie, but it's it's, it's a big it, factor. Realistically, when it comes down to the end of the season, this could well be the difference between Edinburgh Uni being a lowland league side next year or disappearing into the nothingness that is the East of Scotland Premier and then just swimming against the tide of junior side after junior side after junior side and then just languishing in the abyss. So a hundred percent if you know, Paddy Beard. Paddy Bear, yes. Sure. So, and hopefully, well, he, he continues to find form. A brace in February there, a hat trick, I think, in the Bucks League. So, a player that's in fine yeah, goal scoring well, form. That's the thing. You, I know that he can score goals. Yeah. It's just some of the chances that he misses, you want to ring his neck. <laughs> so, there you are. Uh, four names. Get your um, get your voting done. That'll go up this evening. And we'll, uh, I'll decide. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, Calm. Um, podcast. Puzzler week. So last week, Callum, no, it was. What was it again? I don't know. Oh, favourite player from. Yes. Out with 
yep. Scotland, but in the British Isles. Yeah, yeah. Um, Get much back now? Nah. No much, no much nah. response, was um, there? Aye. Shocking, shocking aye. puzzler. Right, come on. <laughs> well, this week is after Uchi's, uh, the clip of Uchi, Callum, when he's, okay. when he's trying the... To control the ball the control and the ball over, over. What's the funniest thing that you can remember? It's difficult, actually. I thought it takes a lot of a thought oh, process. Jesus. One of the funniest things that you've seen take place on the park. Oh, on the park. Oh. On the park. I had a belter lined up as well. Yeah, yeah. that'll um, come. That'll come, but uh, on the park. Funniest thing. I know what yours is. Um, yours is Craig McMillan running down the line for Edinburgh <laughs> City and just yeah, sort of yeah, yeah. basically almost doing a Nucci. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. can't keep on his feet and yeah. then just face plants into the glorious place of Heston away in the good old yeah. days for Ember City back there um, funniest thing I've seen on a football part I'll take time it's a thinker you can get back to us next week but I'm sure there's ones right, out there go on. we'll go on to the predictions or all what do you think I think one of the ones actually for me Cal might be when, when Ryan Porteous scored that goal for Ember City and the referee tries to stop get, the... get involved in the series <laughs> tries uh, to stop when he gets pushed in the series I think that's decent that's up there for me um, I think that probably celebrations as a whole could probably be a topic of conversation but there we are so funniest thing you see in a football park is it people kicking a corner flag or who knows there'll be ones out there um, right prediction the funniest thing I've ever seen on a football park is Zibby Malkowski pretending to be a goalkeeper <laughs> Good one, yeah, good one, yeah. yeah. Before Sad. anyone else says it, <laughs> <laughs> Sad. Uh, right, predictions, Callum. Start off BSC against Hibs. 8 0, Hibs. 8 0. See if it's no Jack Ross just handing your P45. See if this is like 2 1. Sack him. I think it'll be 0 4. Even uh, that's unacceptable. Falkirk Cash. Uh, 4 0 Hearts. And see if this is like 1 0. Stand up. <laughs> uh, one three. Uh, Annan or City against Annan, Cal. City Annan, three one City. Need to bounce back. Um, I'll go for three 0 City. And Caledonian Braves against Civil. Civil in two one. One two. Uh, no long left here. I Come know, on. I know, I know. You've not got time to think about it. Uh, Desmond. Cumbernauld, these Spartans. Friday night football. Friday night football. I think um, no one. I'll go for 1 2. And getting a uni. Um, well, la- the last time I didn't back the uni and they got a result, um, I'm tempted to do the same again, but 1 each. That's what I was going to put. Same score they had at the at the Pepper Mill. Yeah. One one. Yeah. Okay, Cal. Right. Anything else to add? Can't really think. Um, I'm absolutely delighted that Florian Camberry is now no longer at Hibs because it means that the boy behind me can no longer shout, "Come on, Florence!" <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting there going, "Oh, it's all right, right." So we've lost Florian, but we still have Florence. <laughs> Uh, so, brilliant. Aye. That's, <laughs> there's that's, always one positive, eh? There's, aye, there's always one. But I don't, I don't think, I don't think anything else uh, funny happened. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole talk of conversation of uh, funny yeah. things happening in the stand. But there we are. Uh, right. Yeah. Remember, get your podcast puzzlers into us. Get your prediction to us. All the best. I've been Andrew. I've been Calm. And that was the Ember Football Podcast.